0: Don't wait. Visit Sonobello.com slash save. Sonobello.com slash save. Sonobello.com slash save.
1: The Exxon Radio Show with Rob McConnell is largely an opinion talk show. Good one and all, and welcome to The X-Zone. I am Rob McConnell, and for the next four hours, I'm your host and your guide as together we cross the time-space continuum to this place that I call The X-Zone. It's a place where people dare to believe and dare to be heard. It's a place where fact is fiction and fiction is reality. And The X-Zone comes to you Monday through Friday from 10 p.m. Eastern until 2 a.m. Eastern right here on The X-Zone Broadcast Network, Talkstar Radio Network, Mutual Broadcast Network, and on Simul TV. If you'd like to uh, send me an email, same email address that I've had for all these years, xzone at TV.com on, on all social media sites, xzone radio tv. For all the broadcast schedule for the Exxon Broadcast Network, which is brought to you 724 365 with our compliments, visit www.xzbn.net. And for the Xzone TV channel, visit simultv.com. In the top of the search engine, just type in Zone. My guest this hour, Exxon Nation, is Angela Moore. And Angela is an internationally known uh, psychic and spiritual consultant known as the Hillbilly Psychic. She has been featured on uh, various television and radio shows, as well as in newspapers. She sees folks at her home in WNC. And on her website, she shares insights through her show, Metaphysical Matters. Joining me now is the hillbilly psychic, Angela Moore. And, Angela, welcome back to the Exxon.
3: Well, thank you for having me back.
1: Uh, why the hillbilly psychic?
3: I, you know, I don't know why I do these things, Rob. I just, <laughs> I just take this spell, and it feels like a good idea at the time. But, you know, to be honest... I think it's just basically who I am. You know, I tell people, you know, I'm just a, basically, I'm just a hillbilly on the side of the road because that's where I live on the side of the road. And I don't <laughs> want people to be intimidated by me. I, it, I, I don't know how to explain this, but it bothers me. Mm-hmm. It hurts my feelings when people are afraid of me. And here's the thing, Rob, when I'm doing a good job and I'm on mm-hmm. and I'm actually doing really well. Sometimes people get a little bit of afraid, you know, and it's like, you know, what I mean, don't be, don't be scared of me and what I do. I'm just sitting here talking to you. It's all I'm doing. I'm going to help you if I can. And people do tend to respond well to me. They do tend to have a lot of affection for me, mm-hmm. bless their hearts, and I, I have affection for them too, you know. But I think it basically it just helps me to remember, I'm just, I'm just plain on me. No matter what I'm doing, I'm still just plain on me.
1: When I was reading your bio, um your home in WNC. Now, I understand that NC would be North Carolina, but what does the W stand for?
3: Western. I oh. live right in the foothills. Gotcha. Uh, right before we hit the big mountains, I'm right there in the foothills of western North Carolina.
1: So you're you're an Appalachian girl?
3: Uh, Yeah, I am. I'm an Appalachian girl. It's exactly <laughs> what I am. Right here in the foothills.
1: Tell me... Uh, how, when did you first realize that you had this gift of being a psychic?
3: This is embarrassing because <laughs> I've always been this way, I've always known I was this mm-hmm. way, but I thought everybody else was too. So I was about 35 to 36 years old before somebody that I respected, an older lady very well in my community, very, um, very much a, a lady, you know, in this community. She told me, I, I was actually working in a business that they owned at that time, you know what you are, into you're psychic. That's what you are. And I know this sounds crazy, but I needed that. I needed to hear someone that I kind of looked mm-hmm. up to to confirm what I knew. But, you know, it's like it's embarrassing, you know, because I'm thinking, well, that's, what's that mean? You know, I don't, I'm just me. You know, but that's basically what made me understand that maybe I was just a little bit different anyway.
1: What was it like for you, Angie, when you sat down and in front of you was your very first person who was coming to you for your psychic and spiritual advice?
3: Well, it, at first, you know, it was basically just people I knew mm-hmm. and, you know, just that. But basically, it scares me to death. It did... You know what it really did, it scared me to death um, because I was so afraid. And I, to be honest, I'm still a little bit afraid. I'm always afraid of f- offending somebody or hurting somebody's feelings, you know, mm-hmm. or saying something. And what if I'm wrong, you know, because I'm a human being and yeah. no, I don't like to make uh, guarantees. that so I'm always a little bit, you know, was worried, like, what if, What if I miss up? What if I mess up? Mm-hmm. And you know, it just hit me, and I thought, and Think of it this way. Just imagine you'll never see this person again <laughs> as long as you live. And so who's going to care? Just say what you want. And I did. And I, that wasn't true, though. I actually, most people do come back. I'm always wildly surprised mm-hmm. if they come back, but most of them do. And, um, but it was it was sheer terror, the short answer, sheer terror.
1: Now, when you do a psychic reading, uh, do you channel? Are you a medium? Do you get psychic insight? And if so, is your psychic insight general or focused?
3: All the above. Wow. See, sometimes, Rob, I'll be just minding my business. And, you know, I'll just have like a flash or a knowing. Or sometimes Mm -hmm. I, I will swear to you that somebody told me something and they swear they didn't. And I just know it. And that comes out of the blue. Usually when I'm not thinking at all, when I'm just randomly, you know hey, mind wanders? When i a person, it's what I teach people. When, I'm, when your mind is kind of just wandering, you know, you're half awake, half asleep, something like that, that's when you're psychically powerful. See, all people, Rob, including you, me, and everybody, have this ability to a degree. Like some people can sing, and they sing beautifully. They've mm-hmm. never even been taught. Other people have to be maybe painstakingly taught to sing a little bit the ability, you know, 99% of the time, it's there. But like I said, with me, it's just maybe a little bit more obvious. And it's like, a, you know, for a lot of people like me. But basically, it's just, you know, it'll come to me like that. Now, if I'm going to sit and focus on somebody, like somebody's coming to see me or, you know, calling me or whatever, sure. then I have to do get in a zone, you might say. And I do that by just chit-chatting. I chit-chat with them until I start getting I get real hyper right. at first. And then I start settling down. And, you know, I do feel spiritual uh, beings, and I tell them everything I can. I don't ever hold back. But, you know, as far as now letting spirits, like, take over my body mm-hmm. and work, no, that ain't that's not going to be happening here to, <laughs> to my house. But, but, but yes, I do feel them and see them, and I do try to help them, and I do. I believe I do help them.
1: Now, do, does your psychic ability run in your family? Yeah. Do other members of your family also have this gift?
3: All of them. Wow. Yeah, it's just natural. It's just you know, all my life, you know, I had an aunt that you know, she would dream dreams, and they were, by the way, very highly religious people. Right. Um, and you know, um, and I am very spiritual, but you know, I'm not fundamentalist. But you know, they were.
4: Mm-hmm. But it's
3: just normal and natural. Just for a lot of them people over in the mountains, too, on deeper the mountains, they they're just that way. It's just normal, you know. But yeah, um, everybody in my family, I believe this, and you know what, Rob, this interested me a little bit I have a cousin that's a genealogist and he found out that I'm the direct descendant of this lady called Mary Barnes and she was the last woman to be hung for witchcraft in Pennsylvania and when I I just found out about this recently but when I saw that it broke my heart because even though it was really about people trying to get her property Mm -hmm. it hit me it hit me like a ton of bricks I thought that woman was like me you know, and probably everybody was fine with it, whatever. She didn't bother anybody until she had something they wanted, and somebody was able to use her, maybe her. Like I said, people like me sometimes scare other people. They said, yeah. "Is that against her. And it upset me. It, I, I took it personally, mm. you know, because I feel like I thought that could have been me if I'd been living back then, you know? Do you think but that, anyway, it my family.
1: Do you think that being a psychic in today's society is a gift or a curse?
3: Oh, it's just how hey, you look at it. It really, when I'm with the right people, mm-hmm. the people that you know respect me, and right. you know a lot of uh, other cultures respect me more than you know uh, my the culture here, to be honest. Really? But, you know, of course, it's a gift. And when I feel like I help somebody, mm-hmm. and they leave, and they're hugging me, and some guy took, my, took his picture with me yesterday, that just tickled me to death. You know, and it's I love it. I love it when I help somebody. You have no idea how much I love it when the person leaves and that burden that they brought in is, I love it. Oh, gosh. At the same time, honey, it's exhausting. It is exhausting. And sometimes, you know, I don't know if people understand how how exhausting it is. And sometimes I just want to go crawl in a hole and not come back out for a long time.
1: It must be very odd. Uh, I've, I've talked to many psychics over the years, and they all say it is so exhausting, but it is a rewarding exhaustion because they know in their heart of hearts that they've made a positive difference in another person's life. There you are. All right, you stand there by, you young lady. You and I have to take our first break. Index Exonation, our guest this hour, is Angela Moore. She is known lovingly by her, um, let's call it her psychic name. The Hillbilly Psychic. Her website, www. You ready for this? www.hillbillypsychic.us. And there's also a second uh, website, angelafaymore.com. And we'll be back on the other side of this commercial break with the news as the Exxon continues with yours truly, Rob McConnell from our broadcast center and studios in Niagara, Ontario, Canada. Welcome back, everyone. Uh, our guest this hour is Angela Moore. She's knowing, she's knowing lovingly throughout uh, the, well, internationally as the Hillbilly Psychic. Her website is hillbillypsychic.us as well as AngelaFayMoore.com. Now, before we get back to our guest, I'd just like to let you know that in this upcoming edition of the X Chronicles newspaper, our front page story is The Mystery of the Crystal Skull of Doom that has been made worldwide famous by F.A. Mitchell Hedges and his daughter, we're exposing it as a total fraud, a hoax, a lie perpetrated on society. And why would anybody do this? Well, it's called money and fame. Five minutes of fame, 15 minutes of fame, however you want to look at it. The public has been duped, and we're exposing it. Um, I'll just give you little tidbits of information. Now, according to Anna Mitchell-Hedges, she was adopted by Mitchell-Hedges, which is wrong. Uh, Anna was his biological daughter, but it kind of made really nice uh, story. And then the crystal skull, according to Mitchell-Hedges and his daughter Anna, is thousands of years old. Well, actually, no, it was made in the 20th century in Europe. Uh, and Mitchell Hedges did not find it in Louboutin; he bought it at Sotheby's in England during a auction. All the information, plus a lot more on different stories, with our compliments at xchroniclesnewspaper.com. Like I said, XO Nation. Our guest this hour is Angela Moore. She is a psychic. She lives in Western North Carolina, in the Appalachian Mountain Range. And um, welcome back, my dear.
3: All righty, I'm, I'm
1: good to be here. All righty. Um, how old does a person or should a person be before they sit down with a reputable psychic like yourself?
3: Oh, I think I'd do that to the person, you know, to the individual wanting to talk to me. Mm. Um, I have seen people as young as seven. Really? Actually, yeah. Actually, one of the most interesting people I ever talked to was a little girl, seven years old. Mm. Um. But uh, I don't, you know, I always just leave that up to the people that, you know, want to come see me and, you know, just, I don't try to control all that.
1: You were talking about dreams a little while ago. Do dreams actually give us hints about what is going to happen in our lives?
3: Okay. Now, listen, they can. There's more than one, as you know. As everybody knows, there's more than one kind of dream, and most dreams are going to be anxiety dreams. Most of them, the images or the people in your dreams are actually representing aspects of your personality, and if you'll just think of it like that, you can sort them out yourself. Most of the time, they're just going to be about what you're going through, but the foretelling dreams or the psychically Mm -hmm. kind of dreams, they're going to happen when you're almost awake but not quite and they're going to have a different feel to them. And a lot of people, you know, they suppress all this during the day because you know they're like living, they're working, they got responsibility. But at night, when they're in that that sort of halfway place, that's when they're uh, they will allow that subconsciously, I guess you might say, to come through. And yeah, you can have all great of, of foretelling dreams. I've had. You know, like I said, my aunt was big on that. Or, right. you, can, you know, some people would have a dream about maybe a person that mm-hmm. lives far away. Or, you know, mother and children, they have that kind of dream bond between them a whole lot of times. But, yeah, dreams are also times, you know, Rob, when people, I believe they travel out of body, too. Mm-hmm. And I think they can work with other people. They can work with spirits, And even though they may not remember that, the, the the reunion, that reunion or whatever they may have had with their loved ones, but they may wake up just kind of, you know, having a feeling about that person or just feeling mm-hmm. like they're in the room, but they may not remember the details, but whatever was given to them in that visit, is going to be there in the back of their mind when they need it. So we're given a lot of comfort. We're given, like I said, we're traveling, we're doing all kinds of things during that fluke time.
1: Now, can those who have departed this reality communicate with us in our dream state?
3: Yeah, that's what I'm telling you. Oh. They sure can. They give us all kinds of information mm-hmm. and comfort. The trick is, now, Rob, is telling the difference between, you know, like I said, an anxiety dream. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you just have to really learn to pay attention that the ones that are. And like I said, Rob, you might not even remember the dream. You just might wake up, remember, a bit or a piece or you just gone so in your mind, or you might wake up and you smell a certain scent you associate with them or something has happened, and, you know, that's when you just going to say, I know I had a visit with my loved one, I know it, or visit with people you don't even know that may be working with you right now as a guide for whatever reason. I think they work with us because it helps them to help us. And then sometimes we might remember it, you know, but a lot of times you just get to bits and pieces and we have to go on faith that whatever they gave us, it's there when we need it.
1: Speaking about faith, a lot of people are having what they call angelic visitations these days where they're getting visits by angels, giving them personal messages or warning them against future events. What is your take on that?
3: Well, you know, angels are messengers, and so I'm not going to uh, say somebody else's mm-hmm. experience with that. That's, you know, I would I would not want to say that did or didn't happen because I don't know those individuals. Right. I do think that um, some people have told me that they feel that they have had that visit, and once in a while, mm-hmm. I do feel. I mean, I believe this is nothing I can prove, of course, but I personally believe that all humans have an angel with them to keep them on whatever path, good, bad, or ugly, because, you know, the path that we're on isn't always supposed to be, you know, all rosy. We're here to learn about the fine art of being human. And I think sometimes they uh, keep us on this path in in ways that are maybe beyond our mortal understanding at this time. Whereas the spirits have passed over, the blinders that we have now, those blinders around, and they can see the big picture. But, of course, angels, created beings, you Mm -hmm. know, they are not human. They can see and know and bring us messages, and there are all sorts of things. I don't always feel comfortable when people like want to maybe elevate those angel experiences. Um, I think that sometimes it might get in the way of what we need to be doing. I don't know that we are supposed to have this mm-hmm. intimate uh, relationship with God or angels. I think we're supposed to know maybe they're there and helping us. Now, listen, Rob, I'll tell you. Let's just say you're going along the road in the car, right? Right. And there's a detour ahead, head, and there's mm-hmm. some guy out there, with a sign that says detour, turn left or something. Well, that's what you do. You see the sign that he's showing you, mm-hmm. and you turn left at the appropriate time. You don't stop and get out of your car and right. go meet him, shake his hand, have a cup of coffee, and get to be his new best friend, because that's not his job. His job is to give you the signs to guide you, and your job is to see those signs, albeit very often, those signs are going to be on an unconscious level. You have to trust your process, but you know you end up where you need to be. You can look back and you can say, "Man, I can see how I was guided." Now, now sure. I get it. So but you've, often it is a sign.
1: So basically, we have to pay more attention to our intuitive GPS.
3: There you go, and you pay attention to to the to your life.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: <laughs> pay attention to what's going on in your life. And it's okay to get a little help, you know, from sure people, like, if you can trust them. You know, you don't want, you, word of mouth, honey, word of mouth. That's how okay, won't find anybody. But, you know, you could go to, like, your own. I try to help people to learn how to find their own uh, way. But, you know, you know how it is. You get nervous and bent out of shape. It's real hard to see anything for yourself.
1: You know, there's nothing wrong with asking people for help. I learned that very early no, in not life. At yeah. in, in... Not at all. Yeah. Not at all. I was just going to say, it shows it shows character and strength when you say, hey, listen, I don't know about this. Can you help me find out?
3: That's exactly right. Yeah. That's exactly right. I try to get people to get help in all manner of ways when they're going through a struggle. I have to. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, sure. it's, you know, you got to have, you gotta, we're humans. We are pack animals. We are, they have to depend on one another. I agree 100%. But yeah. I also think sometimes, too, you know, and you know, too, <laughs> You have to be careful with who you, you know. you got to be careful with who you trust and Like I that's said, word right. of mouth, mm-hmm. people who know people who know people, that's your best bet for finding the proper help, okay?
1: It's just like when you're going to renovate your home, you just don't take the hearsay of the first person who comes to the door and says, hey, listen, I understand you're looking for a contractor. I can do the job. You know what? You yep. You go through five or six before you make a decision based on references, like you were saying what people say, mm-hmm. and, and then the, the work, the pictures that he's done of other locations. You know, it's, you're right. You just don't pick the first person. You have to choose where people are going to give you the right information. And I think in your case, young lady, this is what you do, because I, can, yeah. I, feel, I feel that you've got a very open heart, and you're there to help, and I admire that in you.
3: Thank you. That's a real point.
1: All right, I'd like you to uh, just stand by. You and I have to take our commercial break for the news at the bottom of the hour. And Exo Nation, my guest this hour is Angela Moore. Her websites are www.angelafaymoore.com. That's M-O-O-R-E.com. And her other website is hibballypsychic.us. And uh, we're going to be back on the other side of this commercial break as we talk more with our special guest this way, who's in Western North Carolina, the one and only hillbilly psychic herself, Angela Moore, on the other side of this break. Once again, don't forget, you can always um, find out about who's playing what, which show is on at what time, what day of the week, just by going to www.xzbn.net. And for all the programs we have available for you on the Exxon TV channel, Just go to www.simultv.com and in the search engine on the main page, just type in X-Zone. I'm Rob McConnell, Angela Moore, and I will be back on the other side of this news break. Don't go away. Welcome back uh, to the Exxon Radio TV show. With Here's truly Rob McConnell right here on the Exxon Broadcast Network, Talkstar Radio Network, Simul TV, and the Mutual Broadcast Network. If you'd like to send me an email, exxon at com is the email address. And by the way, speaking about the Exxon TV channel, do you remember Leonard Nimoy in the In Search of TV show? Well, you can watch all 143 episodes on the Exxon TV channel. And in fact, we have some very exciting news to tell you about a new version of the In Search Up TV show that is going to be hosted by somebody we all know here. So it's interesting times. And once again, www.xzbn.net for the radio side and www.simultv.com for the Exxon TV channel. Angelum... Uh, first of all, thanks so much for taking time out of your busy schedule to be with us. We're super happy that you're here. Uh, what do you think your most important challenge has been as a professional psychic,
3: Collie, I don't know. I guess finding proper balance, you know, in, in my life with, mm-hmm. uh, with how much you know I can do for others and and you know keeps enough left over for myself. Yeah. So I, I would imagine it's just maintaining my balance.
1: Um. How has this is a strange question? So I hope I'm going to ask it the right way. How has being a psychic enriched your life?
3: Well, golly, Every time I have somebody come up and yeah. hug me oh, yeah. or, you know, have somebody tell me what I did for them. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I'm going to be honest. I can't remember anything <laughs> anymore. I never <laughs> did have much of a memory, but I, I'm just sad yeah. anymore. I, but so I don't remember, you know, somebody maybe from a while back. Right. And, and somebody comes and tells me, like, you know, 10 years ago I saw you and you changed my life. And mm-hmm. it's like, I, first of all, I don't understand it. I really don't understand it. But I, I don't try to understand it anymore, honey. I don't even try because I'm not going to. All I can do is be so grateful. And I'm so, I'm, I don't know what I am. I'm i am touched. I guess it's the word. I'm just touched. And I'm embarrassed, but I'm touched. And I'm grateful that I had that opportunity to matter. You know what, Rob? That just reminded me a long time ago. Golly, damn, it's funny that this just now come back to my mind that, I was asking myself, what did I, at the end of my life, what did I want to be able to say yeah. about my life? That was I wanted to matter. Oh my God! I just realized that that happened. Golly, then, When I was a young girl, and I'm not a young girl anymore. So, thank you, Rob. You just you just taught me something there. You reminded me of something I needed to know.
1: Well, I'm glad I've matter. been. A- I'm glad I've been able to help. Uh, With all the people that you've talked to on the other side, Angela, based on your communication as a medium, what happens to us when we die?
3: Well, you know, again, human being here, I don't know everything, Mm. but it seems to me that we are often, if not usually met by uh, a spiritual being, either someone, most people actually, it's their mother if they were close, but You know, a lot of times people will see um, an angel or a religious figure, but there does seem to be that someone there, our angels maybe, to meet us, to escort us to a place of a life review. And where they are, Rob, there's no time. Everything is just right now. So somebody that passed away by our time 20, 30 years ago, to them it's just today. It's just right now. Everything is today. So and like I said, some of those people may move on, or maybe some of those may come back, you know, for another try at being human. And some mm-hmm. of them stay in spirit and guide us, as we already talked about there, in ways that uh, you know they can see something we can't.
1: I know that I know that you're a spiritual healer, but do you also do physical healings? Well,
3: that's basically yeah. You know, I hate to talk about that because I'm always so scared I'm going to get somebody's hopes up, and I don't really talk about it too much, but, I mean, I have had things happen. I don't really like to talk about it, so when I just see somebody, I just kind of do what I do, and I'm going to be honest with you, most of the time, I don't even tell them. I don't even tell them, but on occasion, I do tell them, and then they get back to me, Mm -hmm. and they say stuff happened, and see, that's another one of them things. It's like, you know, it it scares people. One time, honey, this girl comes to me, and I'm thinking, that girl's, There's something wrong with her lungs, you know? I mean, I can feel it. I mean, I am not happy about it. She's going to die. Mm -hmm. I didn't think she had to die. Yes, sometimes I do feel people are going to die rarely. And and if I can see a way around it, you better know I'm going to tell them you have got to do this or that. And that's one of the very, no, it's not one few times. When I see people going to have something bad happen, which is most of the time common sense, you know, most of the time that's something we can probably all do. I'm going to do my best to influence their decision. Most of the time, I don't try to influence the thing because that's not my job, you know. Right. I mean, I try to steer people like a common sense kind of way. But anyway, heck, I forgot what story I was talking about. What were we talking about? I, I was asking. My ask- mind just one. <laughs> oh, healing. Healing <laughs> yeah. stuff. Yeah, and it's like this girl, she kept saying, you know, and I'm thinking, this girl's going to die. And mm-hmm. I told her, I said, you know, and then she confirmed to me. And the reason I'm telling her is because I want her to stop whatever she was doing because I felt it was some sort of a thing that didn't have to happen right i thought this girl can get help and she confirmed that she had been to the doctor they told her the same thing mm-hmm. that she had to quit smoking because she had something wrong with her lung and i said listen i think i can let me touch you and put some healing energy in which i don't touch people hardly more i can do it. i don't have to touch you if i can thank you i can be there mm-hmm. but anyway by the way that's the thought if you can think it you can be there don't forget i told you that but anyway I, I wanted to touch her at this time, you know, because I wanted to help her. My hands were hot. That's how I know that Ellen's running through me because my hands were hot. No, she wouldn't let me. You know why? She was afraid of me. She was afraid of me. And that hurt my feelings terribly wow. because it's my thing. I can't stand it. And it held me back. Rob, I, You know, I'm not going to have been the contender if I could have ever got past the fear that my fear of other people being afraid of me. Anyway, well, I can, I, that's, can
1: that's, I, that's I can understand that. I, I, I can understand where you're coming from. You know, because here, yeah. here you are a person who wants to do so much good, and then when people are hesitant about accepting what you're doing because you want to do something that is good, and they say, no, I can understand why you'd get hurt feelings, and I'm sorry about that.
3: Well, it's okay, and it's not like I don't understand them, too. I mean, mm-hmm. I'd probably be the same way, but, you know, it, it makes me mad at myself that I have to, you know, let other people maybe influence me too much, but again, human, you know, right? <laughs> I do the best I can. What are, you going, what are you going to do? I do the best I can. There it is.
1: Well, that, that's all any one of us can do is the very best we right. can. You know, if, if we if we succeed, you know, like the entire reason for my show that I've been doing this 30 years, five nights a week, four guests a night, is to try and make a positive difference in one person's life.
3: You've done it, honey. I guarantee you, that's you all I have I do. done it.
1: Well, that's because I've got guests like you on the show. <laughs> you know, I'm all, all I do is I bring two sides to a table. I bring you, the guest and I bring electronically the listeners, or the viewers, or my readers. It is up to them to make up their own mind. If they want to accept the help that a guest is conveying, that's great. If they choose not to, that's great too, because everyone has you know, freedom of will on, on this planet. There is no... Yeah. You see, I, I, I believe in my heart of hearts that the word impossible should be taken out of the dictionary, should be taken out of every lexicon, because when you believe something is impossible, you're dampering yourself. I believe, and this is my belief, number one, the word belief has the strongest power in the universe. Because if you believe, anything can happen. I also believe in dreams. Because the only difference, you know, uh, I use the analogy, and I've used this with my kids, my grandkids, my friends, and people I have the opportunity of speaking to. The only difference between a dream and reality is just doing it. Dreams do come true, but it, they don't, it's not handed to you on a silver platter. It takes work. It takes dedication. It takes persistence. Because the dream is the thought. And the work that you do in making your dream come true, the result is reality. You know what? I, I, I truly believe that life is simple. We humans complicate it.
3: Yes, yeah, I agree. Yeah. Is there anything you just said?
1: Well, I'm a very, you know what? I don't like complicating things. I really don't. Simplicity to me is the way that it should go. And you know what? You're with me tonight. We're making a difference in somebody's life. And all I can do Hello. is thank you because we have one more segment and let the listeners know how they can contact you. And that's by going to these two websites, ExoNation, healbellypsychic.us, and then Angela Faye Moore. Now, Angela, you and I have to take our final break for this hour. When we come back, let's talk a little bit about your books, what you do, and how you do it. All right. All right. Stand by. Exo Nation, once again, Angela Moore is our special guest. She's known lovingly as the Hillbilly Psychic. Two websites, www.hillbillypsychic.us and www.angelafaymoore.com. And I'll be back on the other side with Angela as we wrap up this hour here in the Exxon from my broadcast center and studios in Niagara, Ontario, Canada. Don't forget, Exxon Broadcast Network, www.xzbn.net and the Zone TV channel on Simultv, www.simultv.com. I'm Rob McConnell. Don't go away. Welcome back, everyone. Angela Moore is our special guest. She's known as the Hillbilly Psychic. Her website hillbillypsychic.us and angelafeemore.com. First of all, Angela, thank you so much for being on the show tonight. It's been a great pleasure talking to you. I love your energy, and and I love the fact that you talk with such an open heart. Yeah, you, sound oh, like boy, a, sure. you sound like a you sound like a mate oh, to I me. Well, you know what? That's what it takes. Now, during the commercial break, I asked you if if you could give me a reading and uh, a trend. And I gave you some information. And I also said, whatever you interpret, just let it, just let it go. So what can you tell me about the information I gave you?
3: Well, I asked you what was your birthday because two things helped me find the person. I can find them. Mm-hmm. without anything, but it just makes it easier if I have a name, Rob, and your birthday. And that just gives me a kind of a little focus, and it kind of opens the door, and then I kind of go through the door, yep. and it starts general, and then gets more specific. Now, sometimes it don't. Sometimes, I oh mean, some people's energy just knocked me down. Now, I will tell you, if you come here to the house and I didn't know who he was, I'll, I'm telling you, I would probably meet you at the road before you got to the door to tell you stuff because your energy is very um cushy for lack of a better word and that means that to me it's soft it's, it's easy it's easy for i don't know it's like it's blendable <laughs> that makes no sense probably but that's how it feels to me and i love that because usually people like that are easier for me to read and what i would feel to you is you're no i could be wrong because mm-hmm. you know there's a lot of people listening and i'm getting a lot of interference in this particular format but um I feel like you probably have a lot of socket ability, to be honest. i will be very surprised if at some point in your life you don't have socket dreams. I actually do feel your angel, which is weird for me to say, but it's something I don't normally feel or say because uh, I usually don't feel it. I just believe it's there, but I actually do feel yours. I think that you have a lot of love coming at you. I think that you are very, uh, as soft as your energy is, so you're very strong underneath and you are uh, maybe even willful, maybe a little bit stubborn, I don't know. But I feel like you also, I feel babies, and you mentioned grandbabies and men to go, but I feel like you would be the kind of person that little children would feel safe with. Um, You might inspire safety in others. You don't take no nonsense. Um, I do feel like you have a lot of inner conflict now. I don't know why I think that, but I do. And I think you got, now don't get mad at me Mm because I don't know what I'm talking about. You got a little pocket of rage sitting in there kind of tucked away in the corner. I'm not worried about it, but it just feels like, you know, you don't want everyone to, Get into that place with you because you could probably be pretty scary, but mostly you're, I think, you a very <laughs> sweet person. Well, as long I, as somebody's not, you know, taking away your power, you know, your personal right, some, somebody's you in a corner, some that that's what I would say.
1: Well, you know what? I used to be a police officer.
3: Oh, okay.
1: Okay, so you picked that up because people have always told me that when I went into a situation uh, as a police officer, that they felt safe as soon as I got on scene.
3: Yeah, you ca- you got that energy. You Calmed mm-hmm. me down. I was very nervous oh, at heavens. the beginning of the show. You know, which is normal, but yeah. you do have a calming influence. And now I'm going to tell you something weird. I don't know if you're. Uh, I do feel a spirit with you now. I don't know if um, I'm just going to say there is a spirit with you. You probably got a bunch of them, but one is a father figure. Now I don't know. Your father might be still living. I don't know, but I feel a father figure
0: mm-hmm.
3: with regardless. And I'm just supposed to let you know that he. um, and I'm sorry if I'm getting weird about you. I don't want to be you know, saying the wrong thing. But I do know this man is there. He wants you to know he's there. He wants you to know he's trying to help you out. And that's non-negotiable. So have that for whatever it's worth.
1: Okay, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to validate what you just said. My dad is still with us, thank God. But my godfather, who was my, my uncle, my mentor, passed a couple of years ago. And I have always hey. felt him with me. So once again, once again, you're right on.
3: Thank you. Also, by the way, you may have something going on at some point or somebody close to you because we absorb other people. You know, when you touch other people, mm-hmm. you actually attach a tentacle. To them. We all do that. That's why sometimes when you get home at night, you kind of got to shake that off yeah. because you absorb all the stuff, you know. But um, I did feel that, um, heck, I just got lost again. There was something there. What was that? Somebody needs help. Yeah, I I am telling you, I am heading for the home. It's coming. I can feel it down the road. But I just feel that um, you do have a lot of help on the other side. Oh, face. I felt something around your face, Um, a jaw, a tooth, the side of your head. Either you or somebody close to you may be having some uh, issue there that might need attending to. Don't worry about it. Everybody's fine. It's just a little thing that kind of comes Mm. walking through and I'm just throwing it out there, okay?
1: Well, when, when I, I'm i unaware of anything right now, but if, when I do find out, I will let you know.
3: Okay, I do get ahead of myself. And like I said, it don't have to be you. It could be somebody yeah. close to you. And like I said, it just popped up. And I always do this. I always try to tell everybody. Mm-hmm. This is what I always tell people when they come to see me. I apologize in advance, first off, for all my nonsense because I'm probably going to get off track and I'm going to tell stories nobody cares about but I'm working. That's how I work. I have to get my mind at a certain place. But I also tell people, if I tell you something now and it don't make sense, it might make sense tomorrow. I cannot tell you how many people that will say, I didn't know what you're talking about, Mm -hmm. but now I do. Now I do.
1: Um, Tell us about, or can you share with us the funniest thing that has happened to you because of your psychic work?
3: Oh, Lordy, I don't even know. I mean, I... Only thing I can think of that would be funny. Well, there's funny stuff on a regular basis, <laughs> but um, I don't. I don't always get the joke right away. But really? That, I don't know. I, I don't even know what to tell you there. But uh, oh Lordy, you know I'm gonna have to tell you. I'm not making this up. I thought that man's gonna ask me that question, and I couldn't think of it then, and now I can't think of it now. But let me just tell you, there is always some embarrassing incident somewhere around me that will be happening at any given time. Really? eh? Let me put it out there like that because I try to tend to walk around and just hope somebody will point me in the right direction (laughs) and I end up where I'm supposed to
1: be. I know that feeling. Um, There's a lot of television shows on about ghosts, hauntings, things that go bump in the night. Uh, Based on the information that you receive from the other side, How legitimate, uh, how close to reality are these shows?
3: Well, now, some of them are. Uh, You know, I've had a a lot of uh, experience in that Mm -hmm. uh, area as well. Honestly, God, there's always some spirit. Man, we need to have a whole other show. I I think we will, yes.
4: Yeah, love to. (laughs) But, uh,
3: you know, some of it, you know, obviously is a little bit, you know, dramatized or Mm -hmm. contrived. Some of it. You know, I mean it's it's T V, honey. You know, you're gonna to have to juice it up a little bit, but yeah, at the same time, um, I see a lot of stuff in there that I can say, Yep, that happened to me, or yep, I've seen stuff like that before. So a lot of it you gotta use the common sense and you gotta understand the difference between reality and entertainment. Having said that, yeah, there's some of it, you know, it's not that far off. It's free right on.
1: My final question for you tonight, my dear friend, is are there aliens among us or even within Yes us?
3: Yes yes <laughs> Sorry. It's, okay. it that. it's all right. <laughs> that's one of my
0: favorite subjects.
1: Yeah. See I that love it. I See that's like another it. show we're going to have to do because I'm sure that'll take up another hour as well. You know, we've got another hour to do on ghosts and then we have we'll have to do another hour on <laughs> on the aliens. But in the next couple of minutes, tell me why you believe that aliens are real.
3: Feel them, I feel them, I feel them. I, I've also got a fear that one day I'm going to have some client come to see me, and they're going to be like really ordinary and nice. But mm-hmm. as I'm talking to them, I'm going to get kind of freaked out, and then they're going to like raise antenna out of their head. They're going to <laughs> that they're here to get me, you know? And they're going to like do it smooth, uh-huh. like right. Haven't but honest to God, and I'm telling you the truth. I just sense it. I feel it. I, I just know it. I believe that I have uh, seen many people, and I can tell them. I can look at them, Rob, and I will tell them. You know, you've got you've got alien DNA. I'm telling you, you're not you're not fully human. You've had you may have had past lives. You may have lived here as a human being many times, but I'm telling your spirit. There's some. It's not in this world. Now that's a crazy thing to say to somebody, but you know what? I've never said that to one person what they didn't tell me they knew it already they feel feel it already Mm -hmm. but yeah I think there's other ones that are you know they are just dropped down here they know full well what they are and who they are and they're just mingling among us maybe gathering information i don't know maybe maybe i have had you know (laughs) maybe i've just gone one step too far (laughs) but you know i'm sorry i'm there i'm just there and i believe honey i believe they have been preparing society for about 20 years Mm -hmm. now and to get ready, and you know, I think that it's getting more and more obvious that people are being prepared for. Uh, yeah, this is happening, people. I mean, look at the people who will validate what I am telling you: educated people, educated people who are in, you know, the field that would know, like right. astronauts. Google it. Google it. These these are not these are not other
1: Fellow <laughs> oh come on! You're on too hard them. on yourself. In fact, I'm going to change your <laughs> no. name from. I'm just going to call you the <laughs> lovable. Hot. I'm going to call you the lovable psychic hillbilly from now on. That's fun and dandy
3: because you know I'm proud to be a hillbilly. I'm proud of my heritage, and it's, that's how you know a real hillbilly, honey. Because they always proud of who they are.
1: Listen, the time has come when you and I must say so long for tonight, Angela. I want to thank you ever so much for joining us. It has been a delight having you here on the show, and I promise we'll have you back on to talk about ghosts and aliens in the near future.
3: All righty. Thank you so much for calling I appreciate
1: it. All right. You take care of yourself. Have a wonderful long weekend. And uh, thank you once again for being here with us tonight on the X-Zone. And right, uh, zone Nation, if you'd like to contact our guest this hour, the one and only Angela Moore, HillbillyPsychic.us and AngelaFayMoore.com. I'll be back on the other side of this news break at six and a half minutes past the top of the hour as we continue here in the X-Zone from our broadcast center and studios in Niagara, Ontario, Canada. I'm Rob McConnell. Don't go away.